0: Good morning friends. Welcome to another episode or issue of our uh, podcast. I hope all of you are having a wonderful week so far. Uh, I want to just chime in on something today. Today's um, topic will be about saving our history. Saving our history. Now, I'm Remember, these are just opinions and uh, incentives for thought. I'm not siding with any political group, with any side, with any ideology, um, any movement, uh, any religion. We're just sharing opinions and uh, incentives for thought. Um, I'm this topic is one that is dear to me uh, due to what is happening currently in our nation and uh, I am disturbed by what I am seeing going on and um, by what I perceive to be uh, perhaps um, a blindsided view that many have taken uh, regarding current events. And things that are going on. History is important because in every religion the tenets of their faith point to the same uh, idea that a uh, history is something important to be learned from uh, because those who do not learn from their past they're doomed to repeat their past. In every religion, in their whatever their books are—the the Quran, the Bible, the Torah, whatever it might be—and um, our Creator, in infinite wisdom, created our human bodies to contain a very, very important gift. And that gift is the gift of memory, and memory rotates on the axis of history, for us to remember our history. I mean, everything about us is history, our our economy, how we live, and exchange, purchase property, vehicles, what have you, uh, all rely on history, Our, our credit score is a reflection of our history, Um, our uh, discipline to pay our bills on time is history. Um, So everything deals with history, and if you, I mean, if, if a person's credit report or their payment history is in some way altered, you leave vulnerable the lender or, or the seller to be uh, in a bad situation of the loan being def- going into default. And So, I mean, a changing history just creates so many things. Um, if you don't learn from history uh, how to handle situations, then the next time it comes up, because history does repeat itself, Uh, you're doomed to make the same mistake again. So it's very important that we learn from our history. And the aspect of learning from it is our history must be and it must remain accurate so that we can adequately learn from it. Now, with that said, we are witnessing... Uh, and let me just speak uh, personally I'll just speak personally I won't say we to include you I'm just going to say we because your view may not be the same as mine I am witnessing this ultra what I in my own opinion what I call or perceive to be an ultra um, ultra liberal ultra liberal Movement to eradicate and erase history, and it is a very dangerous thing. Now, let me explain to you what I'm saying. Uh, as you know, you can tell by my voice, I am African American, and I'm seeing this ultra-liberal, modernistic movement of what I call fascist uh, ideologies that uh, is spreading through our nation. And I've alluded to this in many other podcasts, but I want to just zero in on this today. Um, This campaign that's going on to... Uh, eradicate the memory of persons who were slave owners, who were oppressors of persons of African-American descent, Return down their statutes, where uh, renaming schools, streets, buildings, public squares, anything that has any connotation of memory of this person or these persons Uh, we want to take down the confederate flags uh, all of these things because they find them offensive uh, because they represent an era in our history that many find painful now we're witnessing this these are not Assumptions of mine. These are realities. They're in the news, in the newspapers, every day. Now, let me say this. Um, again, I say I'm African American and I find nothing to celebrate in the oppression of our forefathers. I find nothing to laugh, smile, or cheer about in that. Uh, I I don't like reading about it, I don't like watching the movies, I don't like uh, seeing the photos, the pictures that depict the pain and sufferings of my people during that era. I do find it painful. And I I do find it uh, offensive. Um, But At the same time, it is our history. It is the history of this nation. It is the history of what was um, placed upon us. It is a history of what we had to suffer. And taking down monuments Removing the confederate flag. Changing the name of squares and parks and schools. um, Though they may be a noble idea. It really goes to serve no lasting purpose. And remember, this is my opinion. Because it doesn't change history. It doesn't change what happened. It doesn't reverse the effects of the pains. How we view it is the same. The pains that we feel from it are the same. The words written in our history books are the same. They remain. And so really what do we achieve by it? Now. In my opinion, and in my humble opinion at that, I think this campaign, again, ultra-liberal, modernistic campaign, really in my view serves to do more harm than it does good. Number one, it... Puts us in a position of, of unwanted uh, reciprocation. Now, by that I mean, when you start these things, it's like starting a, a train to rolling, or a, a locomotive, or, or a diesel to rolling downhill. Once that that, uh that thing, once that huge, huge, mon- monstrous uh, item begins to roll, there's no stopping it because it's so large. And this point, this issue, uh, this part of our history is so large. Until I I don't think that the people who are really pushing this campaign really realize what they're starting. Because now if this becomes a rule that we remove things and that represent some painful era of our history, where does it stop? Where does it stop? And then as it goes on and it goes on, the time will come for reciprocation. What will happen now when some white person will start a campaign and initiate a problem because they find a monument to Malcolm X being offensive? Things he said about the, the white man, uh, the blue-eyed devil as he called him. What if someone finds that offensive and they say, well, we find that offensive, take down monuments of Malcolm X how about a person says well you know since you mentioned that i find things that uh, dr king said uh, as offensive uh, so let's let's go to washington and take down the the king monument can you justifiably and legally uh, oppose that when you have already campaigned for the monuments of offensive white people to be taken down how can you justifiably say to a white person that things Malcolm X or King or anyone else said were not offensive so now we have opened a Pandora's box and left ourselves vulnerable to reciprocation the fact that the reality of reciprocation I don't think we've thought about that point number two is when you this, this this campaign to rewrite history or to eradicate history leaves us again vulnerable on another point and that point being if you erase everything that marks what happened to us as a people and how we were brought to this land this nation as slaves and if you want to eradicate um, the monuments that prove that we were brought here as slaves and that we were uh, an oppressed people and that we were sold as items in a marketplace as livestock next to the the cows and the bulls and the horses and the sheep and the like—we were just another animal, except we were on two legs. We were locked in chains and and shackles and and auctioned off, and uh, husbands were separated from their families, never to be seen again. The children were sold and uh, just as livestock. Now, if you eradicate all this and you erase every mark that indicates this really happened. What do we have as African American people to show really how far we've come and how great and strong of a people we are to have come to where we are? If you erase all that, we haven't really accomplished anything so great of such magnitude. Now, I love the fact that we are professionals in every arena, be it sports, medicine, science, law, every conceivable profession, the African American race is represented. And that's great. But it's even greater when you have marks to show how far we've come to get where we are. Take down the statues of the slave owners. What do we have to show? We can tell the stories, but where's the proof? Because eventually, as all of these monuments are coming down, they're gonna start changing the history. They're gonna rewrite the history books. And you know, every year when we go back to school, be it elementary, kindergarten, preschool, all the way up into college and to graduate school, Every semester, you have to buy new books for those classes. The teachers meet the deans, the staff, and they they find new books. Now, as these new books are being written, they're changing. I mean, even now the, our kids, are, they're they're teaching a different math. The math they teach now is not the math they taught us forty years ago when we were in school. The, the government. Uh, It's not the same science is not the same by the same token neither is history so now as as you're taking all these things down you're giving them incentives to erase and rewrite history to where the things that really happened are no longer being talked about so who are you there's no proof that you're saying we were oppressed well where's the proof um we were slaves. Well, where's the proof? We were uh, uh, segregated against them. Where's the proof? We hear you saying it. And I, it's, it, it becomes now a story that is told uh, from one mouth to another. It's a matter of discussion. But there's no proof. You know why there's no proof? Because of your ultra-liberal fascist campaign. To rewrite history, You're, you're thinking that you're being so wise and so smart in getting the government or getting, for lack of a better term, the white man to take down monuments representing their supremacy is what you're saying. But what you're not seeing while you're saying that, what you're not seeing is you are initiating a whole new revolution. A whole new campaign to say all this stuff y'all have said about us is not true. There's no proof because there's nothing to show. If all of that happened, why aren't some monuments, why aren't there some signs, why aren't there some markings to prove that this happened? And there won't be because you've already, you've had them taken down. And then with this movement of reciprocation that will come, They're going to say, well, we find what you, some of your leading personalities in your race, we find that to be offensive. So will you take those down? And then now there's nothing to prove where we've come from. There's nothing to support, to corroborate the stories that we will share with our children and our grandchildren. There's nothing to... Support the photos and the pictures. Do do, do y'all see my point? What I'm saying? And I think really. What I'm really alluding to here is. Not only. Do we have to. Will we face. Or are we leaving ourselves vulnerable. To a campaign of reciprocation. Of the same ideas. But we're also. Putting ourselves in a position. To not be the victors to not celebrate really the great achievements that have been made in our country, in our race. We're racing we're leaving ourselves vulnerable for all that to be wiped away with a true with with true points, true evidence and uh, I mean, realistic probabilities and possibilities. And you won't be able to deny it because they say, well, we did it for you, we took ours down for you. So will you take yours down for us? And then now here we are left with nothing to prove, nothing to show. And you say, well, what does Robert E. Lee, the Confederate flag, all of that means that those people existed and it also corroborates what they did it corroborates what happened then and then while you leave it up there while you leave Robert E. Lee's statue there while you leave the confederate flag there you go from the then to Washington D.C. and seeing a black man's monument on the Capitol grounds of the the capital of our democracy. We went from there to here. You tear all that down, and and really, f- from Robert E. Lee, his statue to King's Monument in Washington D.C. That tells an enormous story. That tells <laughs> that tells a story of the most grandest magnitude where we went from being slaves on these grounds the yard keepers the ones who constructed it dug the ditches and the sewage to now having a monument on these grounds but if you tear it all down if you start this campaign if you push this campaign where does it stop and then how do we win we don't something to think about isn't it so when you're seeing this and and you you have an opportunity to vote you have an opportunity to express yourself think clearly all the way through on this point of history do you really want to tear down do you really want to start that do you really want to support that do you really want to lose the essence of what we have achieved in the last 450, do you really want to do that? Because I'm telling you, seeing Robert E. Lee's or any of these person's monuments, sure, it's a painful reminder of what happened, but it soothes my palate to look directly from the view of that to the view of the King Monument in Washington, D.C. It tells the story. Friends, let's think about this. Let's not erase. And I know we've got this movement of young, uh, vibrant people, young people who are wanting to protest, and, and that's good. And, and I think that's wonderful. But think clearly. Think things through before you initiate any action. Think before you speak. Think before you act. It's important because, again, we leave ourselves vulnerable for two things. Reciprocation, the reality of reciprocation. And two, we lose the mark of our achievement and the path that we've come. And then I want us to remember this while we're talking about history. My my last podcast was on being a good neighbor regarding Uh, our friends that are coming from Central America uh, just flooding in across our border. You know, history, there's another historical monument that carries a significant message and that monument is the Statue of Liberty. And that whole monument represents immigrants that came from Italy, they came from Poland, Uh, they came from Ireland, by the boats, by the boatloads. They came from Scotland, you name it, they came. Dutch, They were on those boats, and those, that monument on Ellis Island was placed there to confirm to those immigrants that were flooding into our border that you found a new home. Whatever you left behind is left behind. Russia, uh, uh, they they came. European, of all European uh, ethnicities, and, and they came looking for a new place, a new opportunity. That monument remains, and it represents the fact that America is a place of immigrants. None of us, other if, unless you are Native American, none of us really can claim this as our home. We have made it our home because this land graciously adopted us and allowed us to adapt to it. But all of us, white, yellow, brown, black, we're all immigrants here. Let's remember that the same door that was open for us should be open for others. That's our history. That's the history of this nation. That's the history of this land. Let's remember it. Let's embrace it. And let's not be fools and erase it. Have a great day.